By now, everyone agrees that we are faced with a global crisis. This has led to many into blaming leaders of different institutions for failing masses. But who has made time to equally introspect and see if they've been failing themselves as a leader of their own selves? Now, tonight, Ebenezer Mamabulo, who is a live coach and author of motivational books, joins me now in studio to talk about leading through crisis on our weekly motivation. Join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. The SMS line is 47861. Start each SMS with a short code EFM. And each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. Ebenezer, good evening and welcome. Ah, good evening and thank you for having me. Are you well? I am great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I saw a funny meme on social media. Okay. Somebody was saying they think that their shoes, if their shoes were human, mm-hmm. they would probably think that they've been abandoned. <laughs> okay. And that's because they hardly wear any shoes because they're just at home. But what this person was talking about overall was a changing reality yes. to say that with every day, with the levels of lockdown, as you hear also about how other countries are doing and dealing with this pandemic, mm-hmm. you learn that realities are changing on a daily. Yes, right? yes, yes. And then you have a lot of people who are also complaining a lot to say this leader is not doing this. They should be doing it this way. And, 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 and. Mm-hmm. Why do you want us to talk about leading through crisis, particularly looking at the internal leader before one can start pointing fingers? Why? You know, when we talk about leading ourselves in terms of crisis, I'm reminded of a national park here in Africa. Now, in this national park, we've got lions, we've got giraffes, we've got all of the animals. Now, what normally happens in the national park is that whenever lions go to hunt, monkeys and baboons would go and sound the alarm to whatever praise would be maybe getting water or feeding themselves. But now in this national park, what happens is that there's an agreement between the lions and the baboons. Now you find that uh, uh, the giraffes and, and the buffaloes, what they are doing is that because they are not hearing any noise or any alarms from the baboons, they think that everything is fine. Whereas now the lions are slowly, slowly approaching. And in an instant, one lion would kill one of the preys. Now what happens is that now those those animals who were watching would think that we are protected because we've got our friends who are baboons there. They are always watching out for our interest. But in actuality, they are not watching for their interest, but they are watching for their own interest because they know that if we sound the alarm, Come night, we know that these lions will climb up our shelters and they will eat us and they will eat our children. Now, the same is true when crisis happens. One would be tempted to say that, but I'm expecting someone to protect me. I'm expecting my employer to protect me. I'm expecting the the president to protect me and to make sure that whatever needs that I have are met. But we are equally responsible for the reality that we are living. Yes, we are in a crisis. Yes, things have changed. Yes, it's not within our control, but there is a certain sense of responsibility that needs to come to you and I to say that no. As much as we are where we are, no, no one knew that this would happen. 
No one said that, no, I'm planning this. Oh, let me affect South Africans this way. Or let me affect... We no, 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 it didn't happen. All of us were shocked by this crisis. Now, for this crisis to pass us by well and well prepared, we need to individually take responsibility. You need to individually take responsibility for your life and the choices that you are making to ensure that this virus does not spread. And at the same time, even our leaders need to take that sense of responsibility themselves. So this is what we need to do in this crisis. How do I lead myself through this crisis with all these other external difficulties that I'm currently enduring, Ebenezer? You know, one thing that I would say that we need to understand each other as individuals, because as much as we are a nation, we are a nation of individuals. And I like what happens in, in human need psychology. Now, in human need psychology, psychology, we talk about the fact that all of us are pursuing different kinds of needs at different levels in our lives. For example, we've got, I've got six categories that we need to check when we are looking at ourselves and the needs that we are pursuing. Mm-hmm. So that the needs that I'm pursuing in this lockdown don't interfere or don't even hinder you from pursuing your own needs. Now, the needs, I've got six categories. The first need, we all need to feel secure. Whether we are secure when we are going shopping, whether we feel secure in our roads, whether we feel secure in our homes, we all want that sense of security. But the moment when I want to make sure that my need for security is only met and I forget about your need, when I only want to make sure that the food that I need or the resources that I need are met and I forget that you also have got your needs, I get to a point where I even get greedy. Now, in my greed or in my hoarding of resources, you end up not even having your need for security met. So that's that's the first thing that we need to take care of. While you are pursuing or seeking your sense of security, don't hinder or intrude on other people's need for security. The second need, the need for variety and excitement. All of us need to get to a point in our lives where we know that my life has got meaning. I'm not bored at work. I'm not bored at home. I'm not bored in this relationship. Or I'm not bored wherever that uh, frame of reference you might, you might be using. The same is true as you are seeking that sense of excitement at home or in whatever activities that you are doing. Also, also remember that there are other people who are not seeking the level of excitement that you might be seeking. Yes, you might find that, no, you are bored at home and maybe you might even want to cause chaos maybe in your community and all those things. But when you are doing that, you are even putting the whole community at risk. So while you are seeking that need for your excitement and variety, don't intrude on others. Another need would be the need to feel loved. All of us, we all want to be loved. We all want to know that whatever it is that we are doing, it's appreciated. Now, in this lockdown, as you might be trying to do whatever it is to show maybe your parents or to show your colleagues or to show your boss that you want to feel loved for the contributions that you are making or the inputs that you are making. Also remember that there are also others who also have this need. They also want to feel loved. Your siblings want to feel loved. Your parents also themselves, they want to feel loved. Another one would be the need to feel important. All of us want to know that whatever contributions that we are making, it's valued. And we are Im- we are so important that even the inputs that we are making is acknowledged. The same what, what happens usually when the president goes and gives us a report or even thanks us. He's giving us that surety that no, we are important. And the way we are helping the nation or we are helping the leadership work with this crisis. Another need would be the need for growth. All of us want to grow. In this crisis, as much as the business would be growing, we also as individuals, we also want to grow. We want to make sure that in this crisis, when when we are done with the crisis or when the crisis is done with us, we are not the same people that went through the crisis. We are better off. 
We, we, we know more than we used to know. We, we can do our jobs far better than the way we, we went in, into the crisis. And the last one, the need to contribute. You know, as much as others might be doing whatever it is that they were doing, even our, our very important, yeah, let me use the word very important, essential workers. They are contributing towards the health of the nation. But in the same way, you and I can even contribute. We can contribute maybe in terms of if we've got extra resources, we could even give our fellows who don't have enough and, and we find that we've got more than enough. In whatever way that we can find ways to contribute towards the health and the welfare of the country, when we are collectively making sure that our needs are met collectively and we don't hinder others or we don't intrude on others' needs, then we'll be able to deal with this crisis effectively. I wonder if we're also facing a possibility or a reality, perhaps, because we're already in the this challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Are we in an instance now where even needs are changing? Yes, yes, yes. Our needs are changing because now when you realize... Maybe we could even you can even ask the question that what what what's the definition of an essential need? Because you find that the needs that you have or the needs that you are pursuing in your own lives are different from my own. You might you might find that when we are evaluating these needs or when we are working on uh, human needs psychology, we say that each and every individual who they are and the choices they are make are determined by their top four needs. So whichever needs that you are pursuing, whether you are pursuing security, variety, love, contribution, uh, 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 whatever needs that you are pursuing, the order in which you are pursuing them will determine which needs are priority to you. Say, for example, if my need, my, my highest need is to feel secure wherever I am, you find that growing or feeling loved that it's not that important to me and you find that no to you it's important so in that sense all of us have got different needs and all of us would fulfill our needs in different ways john gladiate the show zone for wants to run with the analogy you used about animals right mm-hmm. he says i have one question for the brother there because i heard him talking about animals such as lions so here's one is it true that there's no hunter that hunts with the dogs that are not his. And I think we should run with that particular question and link it to what we're talking about tonight. You know, I wouldn't say that that's scientific because I've, I've seen in my community, you know, when we were growing up, when we were hunting, you'll find that some of the guys who have got their own dogs, they would come with their own dogs and they even call even your own dogs. You'll hear them calling them names and eventually they've got their pride of dogs that they are going to hunt with and they've left your own. So now, uh, putting that scientific aside, yes, it's true that as much as we might not going, we might not go to hunt or go to pursue our needs individually, and all of us might want to have whatever needs that we have uh, to be the number one priority. But we need to also check to the fact that we've also got our peers. As much as I might have my own needs that I might be looking to make sure that they are fulfilled, there is someone else who's got uh, their own needs, and I need to respect them and their needs and how they are pursuing their different needs. Let's say that this hunter and his dogs are a young person and mm-hmm. his qualifications mm-hmm. who's facing this pandemic we were talking about retrenchments on the legal review with the attorney and he was talking about how some realities are becoming inevitable to some extent right yes, yes. would you say that this hunter who is a graduate who has the qualifications as well as the experience mm-hmm. should still want to gather a lot more dogs if they were a hunter Mm -hmm. so would they still want to gather a lot more qualifications in this period to ensure that by the time it's done and we certainly hope it will be done 
they are able to get a lot more opportunities. You know, because of the fact that we are not certain of what's going to happen after this crisis, yes. I would recommend what John Wooden says that he says that you need to prepare prepare for an opportunity before it comes so that when the opportunity comes you'll always find that it's too late to prepare now in this case that we are in we are not sure which careers will be the ones who stand the test of time we are not sure that the field that maybe i'm working in or i'm pursuing would be the one to stand the test of time now to be to be secure in whatever outcome might happen whether it's career wise or whatsoever do whatever you need to do or whatever you can do to make sure that you are protecting yourself when you are increasing your skill sets and learning new skills you are making sure that even if it happens that your career is wiped out in this crisis by the introduction of technology or some some something that happens you know that no i've got another skill set that i can pull into you know that when i'm hunting yes i might have a spear that i'm hunting with but now i've even got a knob giri or of 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 got other tools so you mustn't be a hunter who relies just on the dogs no 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 always look for puppies and yes. and So yes. you can also groom them. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Okay, we are talking leading through crisis with Ebenezer Mamabulo tonight on our motivational Monday. It's our weekly motivation uh, discussion that we usually have weekly. Join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 0792951212 0792951212 and you can also send us an SMS to 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM. And each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. We'll continue with this conversation after the break. Conversations Mondays to Thursdays from six to eight p.m. The time is ten minutes to eight. This is Conversations on Energy FM one hundred two point one and Choice FM one hundred one point one. On our weekly motivation tonight, we're talking about leading through a crisis with Ebenezer Mamabulo. He's a life coach and author of motivational books. Join us in conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is zero seven nine two nine five one two one two zero seven nine two nine five one two one two. And you can also send us an SMS to four seven eight six. One, the SMS line is four seven eight six one. Start each SMS with a short code EFM, and each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. One of the many things that a lot of people have been worried about and widely talking about is that too many people are spending time just by themselves. Mm-hmm. They read a lot of news, and you know, there's also the scourge of fake news, and in yes. that, with that, then you get a lot of anxiety that builds up. in people. Mm-hmm. And then they start having negative thoughts yes. about themselves, their realities and just about everything that is around them. Mm. Let's talk about that a bit. You know, as much as we are in a crisis, the greatest asset that you and I have is our minds. And the way we think what we think about ourselves determines the success that you and I will have. You know, it's King Solomon discovered that the way as you as a man or woman thinks, so is he. and as he or she continues to think so they remain now in this cases that we are in you need to watch out or to be careful that you shouldn't be thinking about what could happen or how bad this can go you know as much as it might not be the way that we anticipated but when you get to the point where you are even exaggerating what's happening or you get to a point where you are, you are overthinking things you get to a point where now you are building a lot of negativity you are building a lot of anxiety what you and i have got control over it's what's happening now 
What we have control over is that whatever is happening to us, for us, what can we do about it? What do we choose to focus on? Now, as we are in this crisis, look for what, what am I going to focus on in the challenges that I'm facing? Am I going to focus on the fact that I lack one, two, three, four, five, or someone is saying this and that, or they are spreading this and that type of news? Or am I going to focus on me and my peace? Now, when you take care of your own self and your own peace, now, the, the, the fear of the future does not get to a point where it now hinders or paralyzes you. Another one, you need to make sure that what you, you I would say that in the, in the same way that when we are playing soccer, there would be someone who, who's monkeying someone. You need to be in the same way watching over your thoughts, making sure that if maybe something happens or maybe you, you, are, you are reported of something that happened in maybe in another part of the country, don't be too quick to even go and entertain whatever is happening. Yes, acknowledge th those things happening, but don't get to a point where you are always thinking about the worst that's happening, thinking about maybe the brutality that might be happening to whoever, wherever they are. Think about ways that you could, you could find ways to empower yourself. Find ways that you could, instead of you looking at the negative or the worst that's happening to us in this crisis, what what are some of the things that you and I could be grateful for? You, we are alive. There is something to be grateful for that in, in terms of us being alive. And as we are thinking about the future and how this future is going to affect us and how this future is going to affect even the ones that, the ones that we love, we need to think about the fact that as much as we might be uncertain of what's going to happen to us and our families, we need, to, we need to also appreciate the fact that we are also responsible for the way we make sure that this transition that we are in or this change that we are in as a family, as a country, we all of us get to get through this change in a good way. You know, one psychology discovered that one of the worst things or one of the most pressing needs that all of us have we want to feel that we belong and we want to feel that we are enough. Now, most of us, we've never had someone who came into our lives who would tell us that, no, Rebecca, you are enough. Whatever it is that you are doing, you are. it does not matter even if maybe you are meeting my expectation or not, but you are enough for me if, if, if it's a parent or you are enough for me if it's a friend. Now, when you've got family members, make sure that you also tell them they are enough. Yes, maybe some of sometimes... As parents, you might find that, no, you had these expectations for your children. But don't try to impose those expectations that you have and get to a point more where, where you are even discouraging them. Show, show them and even tell them that, no, my son, my daughter, my friend, you are enough. Whatever it is that you are doing, it's enough for me and I'm happy with whatever it is that you are doing. Another thing, you know, as much as we are pursuing different kinds of needs at different kinds of levels in our lives, we also need to... To, 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 be, to be slow to anger. Sometimes you might find that the friend that you have or the child that you have, they are not meeting your expectation the way you, you might want them to do. Maybe, maybe we are even lazing about, we are waking up late. But let's be slow to anger and be quick to laugh and to celebrate each other. When we take that time to celebrate each other, maybe when we get something right, when we pass a course online or we get a certificate for the courses that we are taking online, we need to have someone who will be celebrating us. We also need someone to be to appreciate us that 
with the time that you've got, with the family that you have, have some time to appreciate them, to say that, no, my son, my daughter, my friend, my grandmother, my grandfather, I appreciate you and I appreciate for the presence that you have in my life. When we do that, we are also even building them up. We are also building the esteems that they might have of themselves. Make sure that you even you even share with your loved ones that you value them. Yes, there might be some, there might have been some moments where we, where we quarreled, where we disagreed, but tell them and show them that they are valued. And the last one, make sure that don't miss this one make sure that whoever it is that you have in your life make sure you express how much you love them you know most of most of us could we, some of us, we, we, we never got to a point in our lives where we had our parents to tell us that, my son, my daughter, I love you. And maybe the only time when someone said that they loved us, it's from our boyfriends or our girlfriends. Now, in this time that we have as families, that, as we are locked down together as family or as we are locked down as friends, let's take this time to express to each other that we love you. I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. Whatever it is, make sure that the people that you have around you, make sure that you express to them that you love them. Another thing. Let's let's also be very quick to laugh, and you know it's been said that laughter is a good medicine. As we are in this crisis, as we might be experiencing different kinds of health challenges, let's make sure that we share a laughter also. You know, let's share some jokes. Let's crack some jokes that will also help us to be in happy spirits. And the last thing, let's make sure that as we are locked down and as we are eating and doing all those beautiful things that we are like we we love doing, let's have some time to exercise. Let's stretch and make sure that we've got our body that's moving. When we are exercising, it even builds us and it even gives us energy. All right, let's go to WhatsApp now. Says Rebecca and our motivator. Good evening. My name is Ndota, a powerful from Blood River. My plan of this lockdown was to see myself studying and completing all my modules so that when school reopens, I will be ahead. I also wanted to see myself reading novels so as to improve my English. But H says, Rebecca, every time when I study, I fall asleep. I haven't done even a chapter of a single module. Please advise me how to improve myself. I also really need to improve my English. I can't even read a Bible, says Rebecca. I think I'm addicted to BioPlus because without it, I can't read or study. Please help and thank you for providing your listeners with attorneys and motivators. We are learning. You know, when you find that you are trying to achieve or learn, it means that the environment that you are in or the environment that you are trying to learn in, it's not conducive for you. Now, if you are trying to learn in your bedroom, you might find that because you are in your bed and you are comfortable, you are unable to learn. Now, you need to change your environment. You know, what I usually do is that, you know, one thing that I learned about me when I was studying was that when I get to quiet spaces, especially when I'm doing my mathematics, like if I go to the library and I want to study my math in the library, I would feel bored because everyone is quiet and the place is quiet. So what I do is that I don't go to the library when I'm studying. So now, even you as the listener you might find that wherever it is that you are studying it's not conducive find a place or a spot where you find that your energy is up if you find that you are studying in your bedroom and you always fall asleep and you never have time for your books or when you try to check your phone you're easily distracted switch off that phone put it maybe under the bed or far away from you and if you can't study sitting on your bed go to a table don't 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 go to don't don't maybe put pillows on the table and wear blankets so that you are comfortable no just bear bear on, on, the, on the chair, just go there, do whatever it is that you need to do because now it shows that the environment that you are trying to study in is not working for you. So find ways or other spaces there at home that will help you to learn. You might even find that outside in the shade when, when people are making noise or when you are listening to the birds sing, that's where you are conducive. So find the best spot for you to learn. 
So cell phones are like very problematic, eh? Ah, they are very problematic. You know, one one scientist discovered that some of even the issues that we are battling with today, it's because we are so focused on our phones and we are always seeing people who are doing better than us. So just whatever it is that you are doing and what you want to learn, don't compare someone who's who has read five or ten books with with that person on social media. Just put that phone aside, put it under your bed or wherever it is that you find comfortable that it won't disturb you, and just continue reading in the page that you are comfortable with. That's our time, but before we conclude, we need our quote of the week. The quote of the week comes from Frank Johnson. He says that, watch your thoughts because they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. That is our time. Your contact details, please. Uh, on all of the social media, just search for Ebenezer Mavolo and on Twitter, King underscore AB. And when you are booking me as a speaker and as a coach, contact me on 071-639-7807. How did you decide on your social media name before we go? <laughs> <laughs> no, King AB was a name that I discovered for myself when I was looking at for a way to empower me. Oh, I said okay. that, no, yes, maybe people might have called me names in the past looking at the color of my skin, but me, I'm going to call myself a king because I am the king of my own life. Okay, thank you very, very much, King AB. <laughs> we will meet next week. That's our time on Conversations. Coming up next on Energy FM is Hagi Laboro and on Choice FM is Stanley Brown. A big thank you goes to the show's content producer, Mami Murashwa, and our technical producer, Emmanuel Gwinda. I am Rebecca Pala. Enjoy the rest of your evening and stay safe.